everybody. Well, we are checking into the Devro Sports Show. We are live from the Crack Belly Media Studios, live right here in Willow Grove, PA. We are live on Facebook, live on all social media accounts. Now, gentlemen, I am sitting here with my great, great rival, one from back in 06, uh, me and this guy, who uh, we've won at in some, you know, some crazy tag team matches. Juan Chio Frost. Good morning, Chio. Good morning. Good this morning. Is our third episode of Breakfast and Body Slams. Um, I think I'm really used to waking up in the morning anyway, since I work first shift anyway. So that, <laughs> so it's a, it's a plus for me though. It keeps me on my time frame. So. Right, um, and, and this is a first for me to sit next to you like this. I feel like I'm in a tag match with you on my side instead of you raking my eyeballs out. Like this is <laughs> this is this is something I, I'm not used to. Um, my man Dennis Reaper, of course, me and him had some battles back in you know, 2010, and uh, we tore the house down for Triple WA and a bunch of other small promotions. And uh, people like seeing me and him beat the crap out of one another. So, uh, Dennis, good morning to you, sir. Good morning there, bro. It's nice seeing you. And and, and to the man. A real producer of the show, a man who knows, has got knowledge of vision and ten times better than that punk Bob, my man Nate Moss. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Nate. Oh man, <laughs> sorry, he he leaves bad taste in my mouth. Right, we just we look so much alike, man. What's up, fellas? <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, good good morning to everyone out there watching us on social media. This is the Breakfast and Biosam crew on the Devro Sports Show. A lot to get into. So right away, we got into the WrestleMania talk. We uh, there was the biggest pay per view of them all. It's the WrestleMania Super Bowl. Um, it's the pro wrestling Super Bowl rather, and we got to kick it off for me anyway. It's the triple threat match for the heavyweight strap between Roman Reigns, Edge, and one Brian Daniels. So. Before we do that, what what we're going to do is we're going to run down the results for people who may not have seen it or heard about them. Uh, we're going to kick off with night night one. We got to see Bobby Lashley uh, beat Drew McIntyre to retain the WWE championship in match two. Natalia and Tamina won a tag team turmoil match to become number one contenders to compete against. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for night two for those tag titles. Uh, three, Cesaro beat Seth Rollins in his very first WrestleMania singles match. So that was a big up for him. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I hear the cheers. Yes. I don't know if they're cheering for Cesaro, for, for Cesaro or they're cheering for me running down the results. No, but, I um, for you. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take sure it. It's Cesaro, I'm so pretty sure it's for Cesaro. I'm pretty sure it's for Cesaro, too. Match four actually <laughs> surprised me a little bit. AJ Styles and Omos beat the New Day for the Raw Tag Team Championships. And in a hell of a still cage match, I think we all had Ooze and Oz. Braun Strowman managed to beat the... Uh, how, how you want to... Call him the 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 silver spoon uh, in his mouth, right? Right, the uh, golden kid. Yeah, uh, Shane O'Mac himself, Shane McMahon. Match six was my pick from the uh, last show. That what I wanted to see was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest beat Miz and Morrison. We'll get back to that later on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, seven was the surprise of the night. Bianca Belair pinned Sasha Banks to win the SmackDown Women's Championship. And that was the main event for night one. Now going into night two, Randy Orton beat The Fiend 
by RKO, you know, there was a little oh, stuff going on there at the end. But like I said, we're going to pick our three matches that 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 we're going to discuss. I don't know if that might be one of them because we have a whole night full of uh, excited matches. Now, uh, match two to Tamina and Natalia, since they won that tag team t- turmoil match. Ugh, I don't use that word a lot. Uh, they actually lost. To Nia Jax and uh, and and Shayna Baszler, oh, I know that. Oh, I'm so mad about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they managed to retain the women's tag team championships. Uh, in a hell of a match, Kevin Owens beat Sami Zayn, and pretty much at the end, we see a la Steve Austin as he uh stunned uh, <laughs> uh Logan Paul. Uh. Another one that surprised me that I didn't think he was going to lose the title right away was uh, Sheamus beating Riddle for the U.S. championship. Uh, Another guy that I was not surprised by, uh, Apollo Crews, you know, taking in the heritage of uh, Nigeria and uh, beating Big E in a Nigerian drum fight for the Intercontinental Championship, which was held by many, many champions and the first being uh, Pat Patterson, who won it in Rio de Janeiro in a tournament. God rest his soul. He just passed away not too long ago. Um, match six for night two was Rhea Ripley coming in and beating Asuka for the Royal Women's title. So she was ready for Asuka. And in the main event for night two, Roman Reigns beat Edge and Daniel Bryan in a triple threat match to retain the Universal Championship. (laughs) And with that being said, we're going to go back to Pat and your match of the night that or out of the two nights that you wanted to discuss and talk about is well, 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 the one the one that's going to stand to me is the the heavy, you know the Universal Championship. I mean, the triple threat match was a phenomenal match. I like the double cross face on on uh, Roman Reigns, and however, it's one of the few times where a heel walks out the uh, victorious of a triple threat after a guy who's after a babyface wins a you know the big Royal Rumble, think, you know, hopes and dreams, think about he's going to win the title, yada yada yada, and then he gets shut down by the Roman Reigns. The, the rumor mill is that they changed that. That's what I heard. A friend of mine said throughout, you know, you know, the Reddit post and Discord. The rumor was he changed that on the fly. Vince changed that on the fly. Edge was supposed to get the win, supposedly. Wow. Well, I mean, hey, look, the story doesn't make sense if Edge wins, though, to me. No. No, it, it doesn't it, make sense. It doesn't. Doesn't. It does because Edge came back from being taken away and not having the opportunity to go out his way. Now he's back. He's cleared. Vince lets him go out, you know, you go to WrestleMania, you win, you're going to lose it at the next pay-per-view. Yeah, but the story looks better to me if a guy like Cesaro wins the Rumble and does, you know, the magical run. Because he mm-hmm. looks like your typical blue-collar worker, Yes, uh, like we've mentioned before, and he looks like he, he works really hard. And if he goes out and gets a shot uh, belt and goes over for it, that looks like the better call than a guy who's been around, who's done it all, who's seen it all. And, and everyone's like, oh, really? Like, yep. this is... This is who you have going over, and then it's like, and then and then you spice it up a little bit by throwing Daniel Bryan in, and there it's like, okay, we'll see how this pans out. It's going to be a decent match, which it did. Like it was a great match. Like it's, in my opinion, that was Roman Reigns getting a nod by two, without a doubt, Hall of Famers in the ring with him. 
Yeah. One, you know, we already know Edge is, but again, Daniel you think Bryan, Daniel Bryan's a Hall of Famer yes. already? No, I, no, he I, could, he I would do be one believe, day. I do believe one day he's going to be a Hall of Famer in WWE. Okay. But you got two guys that one guy made his name on the independence and traveling the world before going to WWE. So we all know who he is. Edge made his career as a tag team competitor and went to the singles. Right. And you got Roman Reigns where everybody hates because they feel like he's, you know, Vince McMahon's puppet. The dude can work. Yeah, you know what I mean, the, it, the boy can go. It, it, it's so funny. I, I feel like after he went over with on over on Undertaker last or the year before, and then hit, hit him and Cena having that outgoing promo, whatever, that really made him. And then him siding with Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. great work. I don't know if that was H's call. I don't know if that's Vince's call, but whoever came with that crazy. I think it was my- Heyman's, to be honest. Honestly, yeah, I, I, I agree with if you. If you think about it, Heyman made the comment, like, look, give me give me Brock Lesnar. I'm, I'm going to turn him into a star that you guys don't think he's going to be. And then I guarantee you, he was like, look, Roman, you got, you want him to be the guy that they hate? Give me him. I'm gonna Give me g- Roman Reigns because the fans are going to hate it. I got to disagree. I have to disagree with that. I think what he, in Heyman's mind, the thought was, and we heard it in plenty of promos prior when he was still with Brock, that, hey, I'm really close with your family. Samoans and this and that. He, he he knew all them, so it only made sense to put Roman with him after Brock was gone. And it's history; they okay. have history in the family. And, and, and to to me, like okay, they 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 tried the the uh, sting thing with tr- John Cena, where they trying to hold on to this guy being your baby face of the company for years. You know, Sting was never had. In WCW, not that I could recall, worked heel. So when he, so they try and try and make John Cena work face as long as he could, and and the fan, it was the fans weren't buying into it. He's just he doesn't his best time is when he's on the mic. So when he's on the mic doing his thing, yeah, that's when he's over. But if he's not doing his rap battle and all that to his old gimmick, he's not over. But what the point I'm trying to make is with Roman Reigns. Okay, he's not over as a babyface. But man, he he, you know, let's go to the other extreme then and make him the greatest heel possible. And he, right now, I haven't seen a heel, you know, since like the Triple H era of the early two thousands who can get over like this guy. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Seth Rollins or anything or or getting over his heels, but this kid's got it. See, see, I I think with Roman right now, his advantage is he has that mouthpiece piece of Paul Heyman that's killing it for him, and has Jay Uso. Now when Jimmy comes back, oh, that's going to be great. Got yes. got got yes. the both brothers and then who knows, add some more if they go that route, which I don't think they're going to go that route. Look, at in, all. in reality, I I want I kind of want them to go the the, the Simone Dynasty route. Yes, definitely. I want them to add. Look, you got you got the twins, okay? You got yeah. Roman. Who else can you add? That's in WWE well, right now. You can you can take yeah. the two females and put and which them one of they? Naya and Tamina, which Tamina is what uh Fiji, but but she is family though. Yes, I would yeah, love Joe. Fa- Joe, even though Joe got let go. Oh man, I'm so upset that Samoa Joe got let go. Oh dude, 100. Yeah. Oh. That 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 blew my mind when that happened. And oh. and 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 then for other family members who like who recently uh maybe within the last I would say two years that 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 competed with WWE, you had you have uh Sean Maluda. Who was in the cruiserweight uh, uh, to- tournament? Yeah, classic. And as well, not too long ago, 
uh, before uh, the pandemic, you had um, uh, Lance uh, on Hawaii, uh, the the great Samu son. He went one on one. He did a bunch of things. On yeah, there, yeah. Right? But 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 the but the one that stand out was him going against Shane McMahon, mm-hmm. and then Roman came in for the save. So right there is a couple heads right there that are young. They're still young, and they can go, and they can build off of them. As well as the next ones under the Usos, like no, you know, and, and to me, and Nate actually brought a good point. It's going to be like, okay, he gets the they get Jimmy back, they build around Roman being the centerpiece, whatever the head trot, you know, the head guy, and then one of those guys. So you know, you build up for like a year, you could bring Joe back, or you bring back The Rock for one night. And I know I'm not saying The Rock's going to win the belt, or whatever, but I mean something to you know break up that core because. I mean, as much as I think Brock Lesnar is going to, you know, setting up for Brock Lesnar to come back and, you know, regain his champion, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see it. Nobody. All right. Uh, jumping back into that p- p- particular match, I think we got a little off track. You're just talking about Roman. <laughs> yes, but, yes, but yes. As, but this is the thing. Far, that's what makes us, that's why we have the most people talking about this talk show right now, right. because mm-hmm. we might go off track, but we're giving so much good We're info the out. new trend. We're the new, uh, the 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 hot thing going right now, I guess. Yes, I, mean, I I believe that. <laughs> listen, when we go off the rails, we come right back on it. You know, what I mean, we don't okay. go right into the river. All right. So so jumping back on uh to that three way match uh with Edge, I I could have seen him going over because when you look at it, the guy you know he retired, he had the surgery, he came back, and I can see them and him being a little bit older, see him doing the whole George Foreman thing. Which was taken also into, uh, was it Rocky Balboa movie? Yeah, it, that 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 kind of scenario. Well, the older yeah. guy coming back, I can see them doing that and hang with the young lines. Same thing with Dan, with, with Daniel Bryan coming back, broken neck. He had yeah. the surgery. Then he has the history of competing in a WrestleMania main event against two big legends, uh, Hall, Hall yeah. of Famers, H and uh and, and Michaels. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm like. It could have went any direction whatsoever. And I, I agree with you that that was a phenomenal match. I'm glad they put put it on for, for the main because then you also had that. We were talking in the chat during that night, and I said about uh, uh, Roman going over by a screw job, which we've seen the return yeah. of Jay Uso because he got carried out earlier. In the match, I loved it. I loved it. See, I would have been for me, it would have been a a nice surprise if it was Jimmy who came back. (laughs) They wouldn't have told, they wouldn't have been able to tell. (laughs) No, well, I'm saying if the outfits were were different and stuff like that, because just come just just for that moment, right? Or whatever, and or they both came out of nowhere, something like that. I would have been more hyped to see, see Jimmy. Doing doing the running at the end, right, yeah. right. It, 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 it's it's good. Like like I said, the the, the build ups there. So now, um, now they, they now let's dive a little bit about the other match. It looked really really good. Is one Uso uh, Cesaro versus South Rollins. Look, that, that in my opinion was the match of WrestleMania. Like that, if if anything was close to it, in my opinion, was a triple threat match. Nothing else is going to compare because you get and like you said, we said earlier. Cesaro is a blue collar wrestler to a lot of us. Yeah. That is the guy that, again, started in the Indies, 
was always turned about his back was always getting turned but turned back around they would never bring that guy to the WWE. if it wasn't for triple h he probably would not be there see that, that's my that's my and that's my problem what is he missing who cesaro nothing, nothing. are that's you serious nothing. he's missing something for no. me no no to no me, he's to, missing something for me to me i don't think he's missing anything it's just he's trying to find himself you know, and that's what these guys need to do. They got to find themselves it, to make to make it over. Like these us as a fan, on my point of view, if I go to WWE to watch a show, if you don't get me something to believe when you're in that ring or in your entrance way, I'm not gonna watch it. That's and that's what I mean. That's that's what I'm saying. When okay. I was, so he, he's a great worker. We know he can go with anybody, right? And obviously, pound for pound, he's the strongest. So he can do and hit any of his moves on almost anybody. But what I'm saying, when he comes out, when he hits the ring. There's something missing from his presence. Okay. No, no, Nate, I disagree because uh, in this modern era right now, Cesaro, he literally is our Bruno Sammartino of this era. Well, I, I didn't see Bruno. I know what you're talking about, but no. I didn't see Bruno yeah. wrestle. Yeah, but you, know, you got the uh, – he's an immigrant powerhouse guy who can wrestle. Uh, um, people are from all – different kind of nationalities can get behind him. It's the American dream to come here and do something great. But the only thing that's missing is the one thing that is missing is he's not getting that push. He deserves. Yeah. That's the only thing. You don't missing. think beating Seth. Now, Seth, I think, no, I think individually it, Seth had a great match. No, at WrestleMania. no, no it's I, a start. It's a start. Yeah. start it's long push. overdue. Like being someone that I've, I've been in the locker room with him. You were in the locker room with him the same show I was for, for any yeah. yeah. And when he got there, the only thing he could think of, and I remember him walking in, he goes, Anybody want to work out in the ring? Now, me being from where I trained, he's been to the school where I trained. Him and Chris Hero come there, have come in there, and I can't work out with them. Like, I was gonna throw up in the first 10 minutes of their cardio. Like, that is insane. <laughs> like their op their op the start their warm-up is insane. It's not even WWE style warm-up. This is strictly blow up drills consistently, and I was dead after ten. Um, a, a, a lot of training those guys do the, the the ones that are on point that are there that are assigned are guys who do that uh, um, European style of training. It's cross. The, it's cross. The um, it's cross Japanese fit. style too, yeah. as well. I'm like, but they really go in but hard. The, hold on, hold on, hold on, Dan. Are you double fisting over there? I see two cans next to you. Well, I already finished the one. Oh, right? okay. Okay. Now, <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. Listen, right. This was a bad idea because as soon as I started drinking this one, man, my body was like, it shocked the system and it just threw me for a loop. I'm like, oh, all right. That's going to happen. But no, but about the match, though. You're getting Seth Rollins. They're giving Cesaro this big opportunity. His first singles match in WWE in WrestleMania history for him. He's never had it. All of us are pulling for him. But in the other, in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, it's Seth Rollins. Is Vince going to give Cesaro the dub? Well, this is his, his test. Like this I mean? was his test. Like this is now not 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 on television, not in the arena. This is an outdoor venue. You got twenty five thousand people in this building cheering you on. And when this match started, I'm thinking, okay, there's a forty percent chance Cesaro is going to get the win. But I know he's going to go out there and kill it. I know Seth's right. going to go out there and if, kill it. If Vince pushes him like we all hope he does. I personally am looking to see them go that old school route of putting the IC title on yes, him. 100%. For a good run, because 
history has shown back well back when we were growing up the ic belt was was the gold standard to the next level and you had a lot of great matches you have brett with uh uh perfect um good um well the list, the list goes Rick, on. Rick, well, Rick, just Rick, Brett Rick alone, Rick. just Bret Hart alone, the, 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 the list was long. Right. Macho Man, the list was long with yes. him, too, as well. Don't well, forget about Ravishing, Rick uh, Rude. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah it, well, depends. Rick Rude had a good run. Out the, the, of the, the, had a great, I don't think a good run. I think he had a great Rick run with that. Yeah. As champ, uh, it all depends on who they put, put him with, I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but for guys that can go-go, like I said, Brett is my number one always on top okay. of him. And Macho Man be right behind him. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, if, if, if you're, we're just talking about Rude. Rude, it was my guy. He was my oh, that sure. was that was my you know. Not, listen, I'm, now we're talking about the business. It's all right. Just but he, yeah, it was a guy I watched. He he was someone I grew up watching. Um, Ricky Rick Rude was the guy for me. I mean, to me, he had the belt. He had the mic piece. He could talk. He could. He had Bobby Heen. That whole thing just. Yeah was successful and the only thing would stop him is that i mean i don't know what i mean he should have been over you know had a great couple matches with hogan to get him to the next level i mean he was great i mean so here here's my question for you two ready because i already knew when cesaro was going to win the match i i caught it and i said it right to my girlfriend's like cesaro is winning when did you know cesaro was winning the match from from the door from the door from the door i'm with him because what about you big dog um, I was, I knew he was going to win the match when he got the, uh, that one swing when he put Seth on his, on his back. When he did that, I was like, okay, he, he's, he's, he's going over. But see the story, like to me, the story made sense, right? Yes. The story made sense for Cesaro because if he loses that match, all, all the hype that this, that the commentary put up, that this was his first match at WrestleMania dies. Everything just gets just just crush so it makes sense and then you, like you guys said he's getting the push i think on smackdown he came out for roman and i think it was almost perfect that roman was like yo who are you and left i love that yes. loved it and and, and, and Nate, you nailed, nailed on the head for yes. me because it, it's funny because we're seeing him going out there to challenge roman yada yada he the setup matches there with him and jimmy or i'm sorry jay and and, and then it's the cutoffs there by Roman or uh, by Rollins, and so now mm-hmm. it's like they're gonna have another match for the next pay per view, whatever the case may be. And then I think it should build up to a SummerSlam. Kind like of deal. I'm gonna say it this way: the match that started that put him on the map for Vince in Vince's eyes was him versus Sheamus, the very first match that everybody blew up the internet about. Go, oh my god, they just killed it. And it wasn't well, a pay-per-view match either. Well, it was well, a regular Monday night. It was a, it, oh man! Well, I, I think <laughs> that that started him off a yeah, long time too, ago. Pat, was I don't and, know about that. Was him and Sami Zayn back in NXT? Well, no, no. I, that 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 was, but that's not Vince. Yeah, that's Triple H. I what think I'm what they on, could. I know what you're saying with with Sheamus. That Sheamus how, match when they beat the living piss out of each other. I but think they also gave every fan the story of two friends. Beating the hell out of each other again. Me and Pat stories when me and him wrestled. Like we're friends. Well, well it goes along with like like what what you're saying about them beating the hell out of each other. Also seeing Sheamus and and McIntyre going at it. Yeah, they they beat the piss out of each other. Uh, but that's the thing. Like when those two went at each other, everybody was like, "Oh wow, okay." Um, that was the start, in my opinion. And then you know, yes, they're giving it a shot. 
I known I knew before the match. I, uh, that they were winning. Well, uh, well, well, not going on to uh, Cesaro's point. I'm going off of Seth Rollins' point of view, where Seth uh, didn't need to win. Exactly. I, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Seth didn't need to win. It's it's him paying it forward to the like like he had plenty of WrestleMania moments and stuff like that. He's giving back. He's he's helping the business grow by helping others grow. Not not to jump into the conversation here, but one of my trainers is now watching the show. One Johnny Greco from Oh, oh. Johnny Boy. Yes, from one D the old DWF. Nothing but love for Johnny. Oh my gosh. Nothing you but you love want to talk about old school psychology. That man was the uh he learned everything from Bunny and passed it down to me. He's and, passed it on to me and come yeah, to the dungeon. That guy for I guess like his mid fifties. I'm not trying to wow. I'm not trying him to, out there like I'm that. I'm not trying that look, that's my guy. And uh listen, he he's watching the show, he's appreciating it. I appreciate him for you know beating the crap out of me and teaching yeah. me the old school psychology, which most kids don't know. But anyway, uh back to the show oh, yeah. here. But yeah, so again, it's the Seth. Ro- it, it was the who needed to win the most, and it was Cesaro. In my opinion, as soon as they booked the match, I knew who was winning. It wasn't the you know it's Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Seth Rollins is going to win and go and you know main event in the pay per view. No, because it was one hundred percent Cesaro's time to shine. They're giving him an out. It's that classic storyline where they have to. I hate when they give the fans that story Am I to the, anybody, but, and then they kill it at the end. Where but here's the thing, you know, the good guy doesn't win or whatever, yes, you know. Yes, but, but but the thing is, it's not a storyline for yeah. me. For me, it's more the we're giving you the ball. You either a are gonna r- go with it and kill so, it, or you're gonna drop it. I, I, no, but I, but I'm just uh, I'm trying to describe it from the fans' point I, of view. No, no, yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. Like one hundred percent agree with you. Like it's the story of how they pulled it all off was amazing because it was so emotional. Like when he got the dub, if you saw my Facebook post, immediately I went nuts. Yes. Like I'm at my house and the emotion that was in my body was real. Like all of us as wrestlers that have all known him and have seen all the guys that have struggled to get to that point, we all got to live that moment with him through it. And, you know, yeah. and and like, I literally had you goosebumps know talking about the match because it was that good and it was that emotional for me. That goes countlessly for a lot of the guys that we shared locker rooms with, that we know, that we talk personally with. When we see them up there on 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 the main stage, whether it's be uh, the WWE main brand or Raw, SmackDown, yeah. and stuff like, or NXT, we feel like a little bit of part of us is there yeah, with, with them because. By one form or another, somebody somewhere touched someone's life in a good way. And, And you know, you may not have trained a person to get there, but maybe you gave some wisdom and knowledge on the backside, whatever. You know, and and, and just to feed off your point, too, Gio, it's like, okay, I for for instance, Drew Golick is the guy I went to before he became a worker. I knew him when he went to Northeast High School, and I was going to Lincoln. Like me and him were hanging in my basement, talking, shooting the breeze, and all that stuff. Like I knew him before he, like he was telling me he was going to become a pro wrestler. So when he went to the CZW Academy, I like I said, hey, good, I'm going to go to DWF with Johnny Greco. So, but it's funny, like again, me and him shared plenty of wisdom. Yep. Me and him and his brother, and uh, yeah, we we shared plenty of locker rooms. We we you sat there, and then it's like I see him there. It's just like. Part of me, like you were just saying, like part of me there, even with 
you know, Adam Cole. Adam Cole's another, you know, great yep. kid. You know, nice guy. Nice kid. I did plenty of shows with him, plenty of locker rooms, and it's just like now I see him taking over the world in yeah. NXT. It's just like, and I, you know, I almost want to share a tear because I'm like, I I've been there with him. I've seen him do this. And we all saw it start from the ground up. Right. That's so, the beautiful and, part and, about and, it. And, and and you know what's funny? I like to give big ups to two guys who are working for the uh, big machine that never ever tried to uh superstar me whatsoever that you know once in a while you know I'll, I'll i might make a comment online they respond whatever we talk whatever uh one is lince dorado because 100 that dude is still uh, he is still he will always never be a big guy and i don't mean like that i mean like he's never gonna well, get that head that he's never gonna well, get this well what i'm saying is because uh i was fortunate enough to work with him before he was Lince under the mask. So oh, I got right, right. so so I got to see who he was before right. that. So I'm not gonna put it out there, but you know, he's a great guy. And then the other one who sometimes by accident or something, I don't know if it's accident or whatever, but uh we end up having um uh some messenger conversations once in a while, me and Robert Stone. I was when, when he was back then, uh Rob Echoes when he trained uh yeah. with I IWF. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, yeah, yeah, great, great guy. Uh, he's doing great for himself. Opened up a gym with his family. He has the twins and stuff like that. I'm happy for him. And like, and 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 him transcending from as a wrestler to a manager down there, it's beautifully done. And I'm I'm gonna say it. I am a Robert Stone guy. Look. Yes, yes. And <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said because another. And he's like another one. His head didn't blow up. He checks into this show. Uh, and uh, he likes us. I remember me, and my buddy Eddie, were just talking sports before I even got the studio here, and he was checking in. and He was like, you know, me and him. Like I said, he just—it's not here with him. It's cool that he's checking in. You're like, oh, cool. Look, a name's checking out. And another person is really cool is uh, Mercedes. Yeah. Um, ah. My my wife's good friends with her. Uh, they want this, you know, they went to WXW together. Another one. Her head doesn't blow up. She's nope. cool. You know, as cool as could be. Mia uh, Lim's another one. Yeah. Uh, Let's be real. Like, yeah. if we really go, if we would really dig into like what stars that, on on all products, on all companies that, that we know from head, years ago that no, that, or, that don't got the big head. Oh like, yeah. If we talk about the machine, I'll tell you right now, these aren't even wrestlers; they're the refs. Jessica, mm -hmm. which everybody gets to see on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and the pay per views now. Um, and then Sean Bennett, and then uh, you know the some, best one is. Well, I'll tell you the best one. He used to he used to ref for Impact. He's now with WWE. His name is Rudy. We would literally when I lived down in Orlando, we would literally start chanting Rudy because yeah. you know me being a fan, you know, of football, I wanted the movie. Chant it. Yes, and he would come out and literally start getting the crowd to go for the show. Well, that's great. What refs get the crowd going? Right. Let's be real. None. None. And there's not many of them. He was more about being for the fans because it was we loved the guy. Right. Three yeah. refs right there that work for the Vince. Besides Stefan. Yeah. And, and and I think that's what it, it's it's all about. It's not having that big head thinking, you know, I'm better than you because I'm here or there. Yeah. Or I mean, I'm pretty sure and like I said, I worked with you guys. I've I've been in the same locker room with you guys. I never had that persona of, well, you know, I'm this young kid, I'm gonna tend that no, because that's how you get punched in the mouth around there. I won't lie. And I, I was mean, a young kid and I got cocky in the beginning. I won't lie, and I got the living hell beat at me for it. Like I was where and this isn't on anybody's fault but mine. And we all, I know Chia's heard the story. Uh, when I first started, I was wrestling 
maybe six months in, I got trained. I was already starting to do mat doing uh, manager roles. I was booked every weekend, every week. Boom, 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 boom. Finally got to have a match and my head got here. I was like, I'm star. I'm like two, less than two years and I'm working every weekend. You guys are like working twice a month. Screw y'all. <laughs> and it wasn't on anybody's fault. I didn't know better. Like that was the thing. No one ever told me like, look, these are opportunities. This isn't because you're good. It's you're proven that you're good. You're showing that you're committed and you know, you're, you're, yeah, I was, I was, I was fortunately to, uh, I'm not, you know I mean? To learn from Greco and all those guys saying, uh, Hey, listen, you follow the ratio. You got two ears, one mouth. Keep your ears open, your mouth closed. So when you're yeah. in there with the veterans, you just let you them, know, let them guide you. And it wasn't the mess brothers fault or captain Rick Adams fault. This was just on me. Like, and they kept telling me like, Hey man, chill a little bit. You know, they would beat me up in training. I would, I would learn that way. But then the one show, you know, I got rocked and the, and we got to the locker room and the promoter goes, that's because you're acting like you're a big star and you're nobody. You're still a little piece of shit. And, and I'm like, okay. And, and then you learned your lesson. Yeah, and, that, and that's but uh <laughs> and Nate Von Tassel, thank you very much, Jason Havoc. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I love y'all. I jumping back onto our WrestleMania your, list. My match. my pick uh from the last one. I want to I wanted to see Miz destroy bad money, and it was gonna be a sing <laughs> it was gonna be a singles match. It was gonna be a single, but then they turned it into a tag match, which thank God they did. Right. You know, because I think when celebrities are out there. Uh, the rest of the crew is carrying them, mm -hmm. but I was surprised in this one. They really didn't really carry him. They were supporting actors. Yes. All together. Cause bad bunny actually brought, he actually put the work yeah. in yeah. yeah. and I was surprised. Another one who was just like that was Stephen Amell. Right. When, when, when he came in, he was a celebrity who actually put the work in before they had the match, but they loved the rest. He, they, those two love wrestling. That's uh -huh. the difference. They know what has to be done to put the get those fans to enjoy their match, or they're gonna crap all over you. And, and the thing is, I was crapping all over. <laughs> we all were. We're yeah. crapping let's all over Bad Bunny. Let's, let's be real. Every wrestling, every wrestler, and every fan was making jokes about this match happening. I was crapping all over in him the same way we crapped on Miz when he came in uh, at first. I did. Well, I did. Well. And then <laughs> y'all did. I and was happy about and that. Then, choice. And then he put the work and he showed him like he got my props. And then Bad Bunny, like right now, I was crapping all over him. Now he has my props of him putting in the work and doing this, but I was crapping because I didn't like his music. Right. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't that and, he didn't and, think he was and, gonna do anything. And right now I have to say, I still don't like his music. No. <laughs> but but I would say he's more than welcome to show me again what else he can do in the ring. Oh, like 100%. I was impressed. He put the work in. I give him a thumbs up for that, you know, and as far as celebrity wise goes in the business, I don't think really celebrities should interject themselves into wrestling unless they're actually going to do what he did. Stephen yes. Amell did as well as uh, David Arquette currently. Yes. Not his first run in WCW. Not no. that book. Not ready to rumble. This David not Arquette. that. Not that bullshit he yeah, did. Uh, I don't know if you watched his documentary they, they put out. I have not. It yet. was really excellent. You're not the only person. It, I it, think Deppin po posted something good about. It, I think a couple other guys. I have. I gotta watch it. But I work too yeah. much. I don't even get a chance to sleep or poop. I'm just saying. Him, watching him, go and work a bullshit backyard <laughs> show. No, literally at someone's house, a bullshit backyard show just to get work. I can believe it. 
and 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 for the abuse he put his body through i don't know how much he's getting paid for it at the time i don't know if he's just going in uh probably not getting none he's probably doing it the same way as everyone else just going in getting nothing really but if they paid him hey great for him but um but like i said he he he's he's putting the work in abusing his body like a lot of us do yeah right well that's that's part of the game i mean like I get it now. Like AEW is bringing in Shaq again for the, you know, yeah. million, we've, we've seen that story. Tyson. And, and Tyson. And, and, and literally, I like the world with Tyson. He's just an outside enforcer, but the whole Shaq thing, the, the, him yeah, but and their, they're big, doing it for one reason and one reason. Only. Yeah. Publicity. But I get up, but look, it, the, but that show's been done before. Like the Shaq has been done 30 years ago. Well, it's not, it's not just a, it's, it's a one as a PR thing, but there's another reason. It's now, because Vince wouldn't book Big Show versus Shaq. That that, in my opinion, I want to kind of see that match. What what I a fan standpoint, I want to see that match. Honestly, what yeah, I like want to see. Ten years ago. Yes, yes. I mean, look. I mean, look. Nate brought a good point. I mean, I, I'm not trying, you know, go off the rails here. But again, like I'm watching TNA. This has nothing to do. With, but they they still bring in guys like Scott Steiner and Jazz. It's just like. That name was hot 20 years ago. And look, I mean, for guys like me who would have popped, oh, cool, I'll get to work Scott Steiner. But well, I'm not talking about Scott Steiner of 99 when he's big daddy pumping. He can throw me around the ring. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Now, this, you know, this is a grandpa Scott Steiner. I mean, he's walking here with limps and stuff. I mean, he's got bad wheels. Now, I understand. Now, the thing I want to see, I don't know if anybody out there in the world who is listening to us or if any of you has anybody seen any footage or anything of bow wow's training no 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 he no, really no, is no, training no, because you talking, no, about, really talking about little bow wow yeah, yeah little bow wow is legit training to be a professional wrestler for WWE. with uh supposedly with uh knox pro oh, yeah, yeah. with rakishi because uh, yeah, he, 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 he talked all that smack on twitter and stuff to people about you oh, know when my rapid if, career is over i'm gonna get into wrestling and then all the wrestlers yeah. blew him up going like if you're gonna do this don't talk it do it yeah, yeah. and so and where thing, did he go he went right to if, if you live out in that in in california or anywhere out there and you want to learn professional wrestling there's only two schools out that way i would recommend to rikishi's and um santino's i was thinking that santino's i don't know if they have their new building yet for training do i believe they do if anybody that is watching this wants to know who the santino brothers are go on youtube type in santino brothers wrestling and you will see some of the most mind-blowing training and helping you get better in this sport uh I, i i believe right now uh i think i still have them i think they still have their dot com and stuff like that their link or whatever uh but if you were interested in to to, to quickly find it if you go to um bodyslams.pro my, my my website i actually advertise wrestling schools on there and it is this, that's our cheap plug, this, man i plug. like it i love it and I it's like actually it. advertised on there since santino Bros, as well as a bunch of array of different other schools as well ones that we are all f- f- familiar yeah. of mm-hmm. and then some of in other states and stuff like that yeah. as well but yeah uh you can check that out for schools you know if you're if anyone is interesting but i don't want to see any videos of his training and this is why i want to be surprised if he's seriously going to do it and he has a match yeah but here goes i want to be surprised i get why he's going to go right to the top because of the name and he's the yeah. publicity stuff but i mean a lot of guys are going to be angry with that or or they, maybe he goes i don't want that route maybe he i'm not saying it, it could happen but 
the little the, the little doubt in me wants to go. Maybe he wants to learn how to work the proper way and get there and work his way. He's up. not going to do that. He's he's, he's and he's going to go right to. The t- I mean, and then look. It, it, if anything, that helps that indie school put that yes. in. Yes, because it just took what? Little Bow Wow to the main top. Right. And, and but, that, that again, that's, right. that's my opinion. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is uh, what celebrity that you think that uh, did a good job in promoting themselves in the wrestling business in a wide range? Well, I, 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 in a wild range, the, like the setup with the LT and Bam Bam was pretty decent. The, you know, that, that WrestleMania match because, uh, the, the wide range of it, I mean, the, the build up and all that stuff, then it turned out to be the Lemo Jacks with the old, the old foreign players, my man Reggie White, uh, and that got off of the worst worker of all time, Mongo McMichael. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that to me was probably like the setup because, like, I was surprised LT could, could move as a worker. I mean, he probably had some extra juice in his tank, but I mean, he could work. Oh, it was a great one, especially with the with, with we got someone like Bam Bam out there to work with a big guy yes. like that who can actually move. Yes, you know, and and made it so believable, especially the build up with the whole shove in the crowd, like when they first started it. You know, the whole attitude stuff, and then uh, the, the the funny part about it's like like my brother comes running, and he's older than me, by the way, but he comes running down the steps. He goes. Dad, look, they're gonna fist fight LT and Bam Bam. Look at the, my my dad's like, yeah. Then they're going to the bar right after that, son. The, <laughs> the best thing that I love about those moments is when they have their entourage. Yes, them, and yes. the entourage is not in on the stuff, and they go buck wild crazy. Remember the Mike Tyson one? Oh yeah, for back in the day, WWF at the time. There were Austin know, with Austin. Yeah, 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 like, yes, Tyson came out with his. Full crew, yeah. Not like two or three guys. Vince is like, no, well, bring your whole posse. You filled the ring with his posse. <laughs> I mean, look, look at the look at the Floyd Mayweather thing. I oh, mean, yes. first Big Show. I mean, you know, this is like Dave versus Goliath, and he had like twenty men of his entourage. I mean, it was great. So uh, Floyd doesn't get enough respect for that match. Yeah, I don't he think does not. No, he does It was a good match. He, he, he got chopped. He, yeah, he got yeah, chopped too. He never. took a chop. Listen, that hurt me watching that. That's a yeah. small man with a big dude's hand coming across. Like Big Show's hand is the size of Floyd's face. Okay. Yeah. And I'm a small dude. If I would see a hand come like that towards my chest, I'm probably gonna cry on impact. I'm, right. I'm sorry. If, and, and the reason I say that is we all I've been shot by Mark Mesh. You've been shot by Mark Mess. Patch. Pa- Patch. Okay. Listen, uh, honestly, I, the hard- I never took that one. No, I, I, I have to say Patch was one of the hardest ones I ever took. But the hardest chop to this day, I'm always going to say this. I give the guy recognition every time I see him or talk online or whatever. I'm waiting for it. Is Biggie Biggs. Oh, I thought you were going to go downtown Raphael. The legend. Biggie Biggs. Bigs, oh my god, we had a chop fest battle royal <laughs> where all you did was chop, and the way you get eliminated is you eliminate yourself if you can't handle it, get out. But the program was you know, they had their four, their, 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 their final four picked out. But before that, if you can't take it, just oh leave. man, just leave the ring. I, yeah, look, I don't know I'm what, indie... no, I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know what, indie... no. I don't know what indie show doesn't in the battle royal is not a chop fest. I mean, you're literally going in no, there. No punch, no kicks. Yes. Everything is just chop. Chop and thrown over the ropes. 
Like, could you just, I'm going to, I'm going to throw four names out there. Okay. And if you put me, Rob, Perf, uh, Prefontaine, Biggie Biggs and Mark mess in there with shops. I'm sorry because yeah. I learned from the mess brothers and they taught me how to chop by chopping a wall. Hey, listen, oh, I, yeah. I was glad Rob was Rob Prefontaine was my tag partner. Okay. I saw that boy. Let's chop. add five. Let's add five. I forgot one person. Who would you put? Well, as your fifth, as a fifth. Oh man! On the chopping block, I like yes. it. Who would I, you put as a fifth in a chop fight? That's that's a tough one there, because not 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 being around a lot currently. I don't know who's on on the rise. It could be anybody that from your. Oh from yeah, your being in the, from, I got one. Tom Brandy. Yes. Yeah. Dude. Good. <laughs> like, good call. Ouch. Good call. That those hurt. Those those are no joke chops. Like I, it's crazy. Like uh, a short story, real fast. So like, I, like when I went to a battle royal, and so I'm walking in there, and I see Patch smiling, coming towards me. I say, "Oh, here we go." Yo, here we go. I'm like, "Oh boy, I'm gonna start praying." And like he's giggling, like Patch. Like he's done it just in tag matches, just to get laugh at him. Oh, I got a good one for you. A story with Patch. It was me and Tommy Golden versus, <laughs> versus Patch and JoJo. We were in Boyertown for Rick Adams' show. We did a tag match. Uh, was it Boyertown? Was that Birdsboro? Bur- Birdsboro, probably. Okay, yeah, yeah it was at the skating rink. It was a skating rink. Oh, okay, no, no, no. So, so that was Boyertown then. So we're in there. Me and Patch. Patch slams me, this and that, and picks my shirt up. Chops me on the stomach area, like right below my chest. Golden, like a jackass in the corner. Is that all you got? My partner can take more than that. So I'm, as he's standing at my head, reaches down, chops me across the face on one side. Oh. Golden's egging him on. Oh, is that it? That's weak. He can take more. Chops me on the other side. I'm like, shut the up. <laughs> I'm like, you're that. Uh, I got that beat. But 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 payback is up yes, because yes, uh, yes. Uh, when Golden was in and he's pinning Patch, Jojo, for some reason, he brought his towel to the ring with him, and he reaches in and slingshots it in, catches him right in the corner of the eye with the towel. He whipped him, so payback for for that. But, but before I get into my thing, <laughs> since we're, we're we're discussing WrestleMania, and we we all know we all go everywhere, and we're off topic yes, right yes, now. So yes, we've already discussed yes. all every one of our matches that we've we thought was. The winner of the night. What, uh, uh, but before you discuss, I'm gonna say my pick of the celebrity thing that wide yeah, range. No, no, no. I didn't pick mine yet either. So, oh, okay, no, all no, right. No. Um, I, I'm just gonna say insane clown posse. Oh, I my. can't hate that. That was a good build. That, that you know why they, they you promoted know why? the hell out of the hell out of that. No, no, not out of that out of themselves because they ECW, WCW, WWE. Was they in? TNA too, yes, right? They, they've TNA. hit every promotion besides Their own promotion. one. They, they've they haven't hit one. They, they do Please pay don't for do re- it. Please don't put them on the other promotion. Wait, did they say Ring of Honor? No, they never no, no, I'm talking about major pro- I'm uh, not hating ROH uh, or anything. And but. they had their own promotion. And and was they were in Japan too? I don't know. But, I, uh, but they pretty much hit like the big ones around the US right there. So like they're uh, like, like, what the hell? I <laughs> I worked for them. Believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the, to the night nine, Jerry. My nightmare. God rest his soul. Oh, Aaron. Love you, Aaron. But uh, 
he got me booked on their show. And I was like, it's down at the electric factory. It's me, Shaheem, and somebody else. I forget his name. Person working a woman who's seven foot tall. He was on the Cubs going to Nexus, but something went haywire there, and she's no longer there. But however, uh, I said, you got to be kidding, kidding me. And then they're like, they're asking, like, you want to go on a road with us? I'm thinking about it. And then they're like, well, what's your name? And all that. But then it would, I was like, nah. And then it, but yeah, getting a chance to work with them down at the electric factory in front of thousands of people getting uh, cursed out uh, and beer cups thrown at me. I was like, you know what? Sure, why not? I enjoyed it. I, I, I missed out on so many occasions to meet those guys, like in my area, because whether work or something had to do with it. And it was like, damn, I never got the chance to see them actually perform. And when they showed up at FWF by surprise up there in uh, Palo Alto, near Pottsville, it was, it, it was literally, they can tell the story better, the owners. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty much like they get a phone call or something like that. Hey, da, da, we're on the tour bus. We got insane clown posse, and they're thinking, "Oh, yeah, right. Okay, this is bullshit." And this is right before the show starts. Next thing you know, they say they see these tour buses pulling up in the parking lot early on before the doors open up and all that stuff. Like, yo, we got to get security now. Like, what the hell? Out of yeah. nowhere, I guess uh, ICP was just doing the work because. I guess when they were on tour, they were just looking up to see what shows are going on in the area. Yeah. And but, back to your story, you were saying? So, no, I, no. I, I, I got something I want to oh. fill in. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you got, you got, go with your celebrity. So my celebrity one. will always be, hands down, Stephen Amell. In my opinion, the reason, and the reason uh, I, I, I like it better. No, no, I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I got somebody. The reason I think, like, I have, like, a, a list of celebrities I think put on promoted the show, promoted it the right way, and did the work to get there. Um, Stephen Amell, huge wrestling fan. Everybody was talking about it. He kept pushing it. And it wasn't that he, they were making video packages. It was Twitter. It's that Twitter war that started it all. Mm. And they continued it and continued it and continued it. Then he shows up on Raw. No one knew he was going to be sitting ringside of Raw. And then he was there. And there was like, they're not going to allow this to happen. And they did. Cinnamel hops the ra- hops the guardrail like there's no issue. Hops in the ring is like, "What's up? You're gonna push me? I'm 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 gonna come at you like a real person." Because in real life, if you push a fan, that fan most likely is gonna hop that guardrail and go and punch you in your face. So they made it so realistic at that point, and then they went out there and killed it. They like did. that, in my opinion, that was a great buildup, a great story. It ended, in my opinion, they ended it way too quick. They could have did a couple more things because Stephen Amell put the work in for it, but that was me. I'm glad that him and Cody's work continued on beyond WWE. Yes. Beyond. And 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 when you see, like, he even got a ring. He put it at his place and, you know, for training there, too, as well. And and he's still promoting stuff, wrestling stuff to this yep. day. He always will. He's part, look, he's part of AEW. I'm just going yeah. to throw it in there. The, the one guy who stands out to me, and he and he's like, 70 still working it's ken shamrock yes oh my god yeah i've seen uh was something re- recently of him or what tra- training doing a seminar or something it, it, it's amazing to me like i thought okay he had his run WWE. he's gonna retire or he might go back to mma whatever the case may be. no like he's still hanging around working like it's great to me i'm like wow like he's still in uh tna and all this other stuff uh, oh, okay, I thought you were bringing out donuts out of there. I, I thought he was leaving us no, no, no. there. 
my phone's dying and I'm live streaming from there. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. You know, I like it. Yeah, there you go. Do we have a a time check on us right now? Yeah, we're, we're still good. You know, you're still you're still okay. good. I'm, okay. I'm so, still, Pat, I'm still waiting for your yeah, uh, because, WrestleMania match because y'all didn't. Oh, y'all done went to back to locker room conversations. No, I, 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 <laughs> actually, we did. We we we, no, no, we, we hit our yeah. three WrestleMania. Uh, or, 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 or you mean our greatest WrestleMania match? No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think I heard Pat's uh, no, best I, WrestleMania match. Oh, oh the best, the no, best. I, I, yeah, I kicked it off with the uh, the triple threat. I, oh, I'm uh, sorry, I missed yeah. that. No. Um, now, what you guys take though for the women's title match? I mean, it got a main event, um, and I thought it worked out well. I, I'm personally not a fan of Sasha Banks. I don't think she could work that great. Um, so, really, do you, you don't think she's a good worker? You don't think she puts on good matches at all? And or, 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 or being a fan, because I don't know on the other uh, side of the glass, is there a difference between being a good worker and putting on a good match? No, there. It's 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 kind of even. I mean, if you, uh, it's an even walk because it, you could be a great worker. I mean, like I saw her in a couple things. It's just like it shakes my head. Um, like for instance, the, the one thing she did, I, I noticed, even though it's just a the battle of Royal Rumble, whatever, a few years back, she's got Trish Trash in the corner. She's, you know, trying to do like the mud hole stop and she's like watching the entrance who's coming down and she's not even making contact with the uh, stomp. So I'm like, yo, like, don't worry about who's coming down the ramp. Stomp, you know, just worry about your craft. Yes. So uh, there's things about her, her, her game that I, I, I scratch my head. I do like Charlotte. Um, the, uh, uh, the the girl who just went over. I, why can't I just think? But I, I, I she can work. She's big. Bianca. Bianca. She can work. She. That that was so telegraphic. There was no way she was losing. Right. Yeah. There was no. There's no way. I mean, but she's like a old. She's an ultra athlete. Just like just like Flair is. Like you know, I think Flair. Obviously, the name, you know, comes along with that. So um, you know, that was given. You know, she was. It was. She's just born in it. But but Bianca, um, just the. What she can do in a ring, I think her mic skills need a little bit of work to oh, me. Definitely, but what she can do in a ring, there's not a lot of girls, if any girls, out in my head, outside of Charlotte, that can do what she can do in a ring. I I think the number one thing that that told me Bianca was going over now was when Sasha dove out the ring. Bianca caught her, threw her on her shoulders, and carried her up the steps. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that before. And I don't I'm think not, I, I don't like, think I've ever seen a guy do that either. Listen, I was like, holy shit. When I saw her do that, and my girlfriend is sitting out there in the room in the room listening to this. Shout out to the I girlfriend in the lobby. <laughs> huge for that. I'm like, holy hell. Like we all knew she's strong. Let's be real. We all know she's a strong woman. She can do things that most of the women in that locker room can't do. Right. Or I. Like and when she did that, that was the highlight of that match. And one of one of the highlights of that match, from my opinion. And, you know, yes, I, I understand where, Pat, you're coming from, with, where you feel about Sasha. I think, honestly, that was one of Sasha's best matches. Because she had someone in that ring that is just as talented as her. Someone yeah. that she's never really worked. It's not a Charlotte. It's not a Becky. It's not a Ronda. It's not Naomi. It's not one she's ever really worked. So she didn't go to NXT and work her. You know what I mean? She was in a different bracket. This is their first time they face each other. You know, they were they did the tag stuff. Woohoo, cool. But this is the first one-on-one match that she's ever actually stepped in the ring with, I believe. And it didn't show that they, they were uncomfortable with each other. 
they went in there and they actually flowed perfectly and beautifully. Well, I mean, I would have to give the, the practice and the prep work for it. I imagine they would have to lock up, you know, prior to. But I mean, look, if, if that stuff's flowing and crafting, you know, hey, run with it and go with it. And, and, and the girl deserves, you know, Bianca deserves you know, her, her time, you know. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? she She's another one of those, you know, you see, the, you know, right out of the gym, like, okay, you know, she's going to dominate. Like, you, you know, you see, like, like a, a billion of her walking out LA fitness is like, wow, she's. She's got it. She's got the look on all that stuff. So, you know, kudos to her. And and, and that's one thing about Stephanie McMahon that I, you know, she does, she is pushing the women more and more to get over and putting them in these main event spots where, you know, we've been watching wrestling or and been around this game for a long time. Women would never get this, this kind of push. But yeah. S- Stephanie's doing all her willpower to, you know, to push the women. Yeah. So I, I got to give Stephanie will- her due. Biggest disappointment of WrestleMania weekend, in my opinion, was Natalia and Tamina not getting the W on, on night two. And the reason yeah. is because those two ladies have been killing it and busting their hump for how many years for that company? Mm-hmm. They deserve that moment. I you know, yes, they got their agree. moment on night one. That was a moment that, in my opinion, was amazing. I loved seeing that happen. But I wanted to see them get the win, get the tag straps. Do they need them? No. no. They don't need them. They don't. But sure. would it have been nice to see them get that little nudge like, hey, this is your acknowledgement that you guys have earned this. You deserve this. This is yours. Go get it. If what I think what they should have done was still put them over, but not for the title, like some kind of hook or crook thing where count out, disqualification, something. So it was still justified. They got the victory, but they didn't get the belt. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They got the acknowledgement by getting win on night one. They got the acknowledgement and, and um, respect and credit on night two where they got the, you know, be on WrestleMania. I just think they should have got the W. And then again, that is just my personal opinion, not a professional opinion. Personal opinion, I would have loved to see them get the win. So that was the biggest disappointment for me for WrestleMania and, weekend. And I'm I'm a huge fan of the women's division for the last, uh, since the evolution really started. Because then you pretty much had trainers and coaches behind the scenes who are pushing them like you had sarah del rey in nxt in wwe at the time you had i believe d malenko was schooling them as well i'm not sure is finley doing anything i i I think i heard something about finley working with the women but like i said when 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 i heard malenko was involved with the with the women's division and then you see how they all start to progress and get better and this and that are doing stuff like, like, whoa, what the hell? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, then you knew his, his touch was there. But then now with him leaving and, and some of the girls who I honestly feel that they don't deserve the push that they're getting is ones like Carmella. I don't feel like she's up to par. Yeah, she she has some she, stuff, but listen, she but she's not on that same like Sasha or Bianca. She uh, the, the the athletic wise and stuff like that of that that go even Billy's good. I'm saying and even and and, and even um Lana definitely Lana. You know, look, they're, and they're trying so hard. Hold on, you just say Lana. They put her he no he as as a no go as a no go. Oh, uh, you know? okay, okay. They they put her with uh uh not not, not Naomi right. 
you know, the, the, to help get her over. That's like an anchor and for I don't Naomi. Think I don't really think it's to help her get her over. I think it's to help her get better in the ring-wise. It's Lana but, can get over. That's not the problem. I, she she missed a couple spots. Did you see that? They, she oh, missed dude, a there big, was a, It was a lot of spots she missed at WrestleMania. We can discuss, we can discuss botches after this. I'm just say, you know what? She deserves uh, tons I, of credit because, yes. you know, even though it was like, you know, Carmella, and you know, even though it was like three, four years down uh, past, but anyone that has the guts to lock lifts with Jimmy Dreams or Jimmy, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, you deserve to get pushed, okay? Anybody wants to make and make out with Jimmy Dreams, you know, you, you got my, you know, you got the green light for me. And, I mean, and, and for the ones who don't know who Jimmy Dreams is, that was uh, Ellsworth. Ellsworth, Jim's yeah, Ellsworth. No chin. <laughs> and that's the only reason why he got the job, for not having a chin. Right, and so. taking a bit of savage beating from Braun. Oh. But uh, listen, uh, before we get out of here real fast, I, I, I do want to set out there. I mean, I, I want to touch on this. Fellas, what comes to your top, when you come, when it comes to WrestleMania itself, what is the number one match that comes to you? If you had a, a, a Mount Rushmore WrestleMania matches, I mean, there's got, I got be, one. Easy. I already know it. Yeah, uh, I already know it either, too. Yeah, Nate, we'll start with we'll you. Start with me. We'll start with me. It's, it's because I, I was a childhood fan. It's definitely Warrior Hogan. Easy. Okay. Definitely Warrior Hogan because in that time, obviously we all know Hogan was the golden goose and he just didn't lose. And to see Warrior get over and beat him, I think I <laughs> I think I ran up and down the steps as a kid <laughs> because I had, you know, the old school uh, dolls that had the big arms that went yes, like this. Yes, oh, yeah. Like the old school <laughs> dolls. I had an Ultimate Warrior one when I was a kid, man, and I was a big Warrior fan. Um, you know, looking at it work now, being older, you, you can see how bad he was. But, <laughs> but like at that time period, and then with the with the fireworks in the back when they really didn't do pyro and stuff, mm -hmm. like at, that always in my head, Warrior definitely Warrior beating Hogan was uh was was probably is is my probably top match and definitely Sean and Taker because I saw that in the older was another one, but definitely because it's a childhood thing, definitely Warrior Warrior Hogan easy. Yes, yes. I have, I have two. Yeah, I, I can't pick which one's the best, but the, they're a tie, in my opinion. Uh, let me guess. Kane versus Pete Rose. No. Okay. Uh, and the thing is, I was at both of these WrestleManias in person. Rock versus Hogan in Toronto. Without a doubt, the most amazing match you'll ever see because no one knew who to root for. Was that listen, crowd that crazy? Was it listen, just I'm, as... I'm going to say, when you watch it on TV or on that videos, it does it not just... It, no justice is given. The, my cousin's watching this, and he can verify. We were in all the way up the nosebleed. The sound that came out of those fans in Toronto was amazing. Yeah, they they, they, they do that, say that's the biggest pop. Like that's yes. one of, if not the biggest pop. Like the Rock yeah. talks about that match. Hogan talks about the match. They did not expect Hogan to come out. Yeah, to you're the pop that he got. Mm -hmm. Like you have literally the torch passing right there. That's literally what that match was. It was the torch passing to the Rock going. It's your time, kid. Go and go do what you've already been doing for years. Next match would be Triple H, Taker, Hell in a Cell, Miami. Wait, really? Wait, wait, which one? The one with Sean as the referee? Sean as the referee. That was very emotional for me. I, uh, I, I literally look, like, cried at the end. Look, really? Yeah, now, when, when they were on the <laughs> see, see, Pat, No, no, no. I, I'm no, going to get real. that, <laughs> gonna there, get it, that I, video clip, what? Pat. But, but, really? When they were, <laughs> <laughs> when they were on the stage at the end, at the end, when they were on the stage all together, that's so emotional. From, from, from a worker's point of view, you see the passion and all that, what they put into it. And then at the end, them all three 
it going off air of them us them right there at and, the end. And it told you this was the end of the era. This well, end, it wasn't it was quite supposed that. to be. Yeah, yeah, well, it wasn't it was supposed to be. But here here's why. Okay, now we've all been in the link before, right? Yes. My seats for that for that event with some other friends were sitting literally five rows from the roof. Mm. Wow. The chair shots, you could hear them before through the speakers. When I say I cringed from the chair shots, I cringed from the chair shots. Like I heard them before the PA system even had them. Mm. Those that match was everything for me. I'm a kid. I was a fan of The Rock. I was a fan of Hogan. But my all-time favorite was always Taker and Triple H. It will always be two of my favorite wrestlers all time to the day I die. So to see that match in person and say it was going to be the end of an era, I'm thinking this is the last time these two gentlemen are going to be in the ring. That's it. This is it. I wanted it. And then having Sean in there made it even more more special because all the history between all three of them is even more powerful. So now there's more emotion and more story involved. And now you're making it a hell in a cell because let's be real, Taker made hell in a cell. That's his home. So let's we're gonna go into Taker's home now. So that's how I call. I'm like, all right, now I'm in Taker's house. And then they ended it the way they ended it. Like you thought, oh my God, Shawn Michaels is gonna help Triple H win. That's gonna be it. The streak's gonna end. And Shawn Michaels helps, but still didn't get the win. And then they like how you said they they walked up the ramp together. That hug, that them turn around. To look at the fans, that was the icing on the cake. It wasn't the win, the how the match ended. It was the ending on the ramp, in my opinion, that certified that as one of the top, one of the best WrestleMania endings and matches in their history. And and and, and one of the things was the emotional part with Sean's face when he's in there and he's doing the count. Yeah, and he and, kick and out, he kick out, and he falls in the corner, and he's like. Did you, you know, did, like, and like he almost he look, went to cry right there. Watch, watch Undertaker's special on the, on their on the on the network, and he talks about that. Him, Triple H, neither one of them knew what just happened. They said they, they know they kicked out. They heard the reaction. They didn't know how Sean reacted until they watched it on camera. They go, that right there made that kick out so much more special and you so can, much more. You can do energy. all the moves you want in the ring, but those small little details is key. And the expression on people's faces, like you, you can see what it is. Now, now I got, I'll, I'll quickly go over mine. Um, one, it's got to be Brett and Sean, Iron Man, 60 Minutes, two of the best in, at the time. You know, they, the WWE has finally it moved on from the Hogan and Savage era. Look, they, they marked it, they made fun of it. But they, 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 I mean, Sean and Brett at the top, you know, top of their game, two guys who come from tag team wrestling, building their career from intercontinental guys. Building all the way up, you know, getting in square one on one, and, and for sixty minutes they they went at it, and there was you know, and it, the best of the best, and then you know, Sean goes over the kid who dreamed, finally beat you know one of yeah. the best in the world. So that one there, I have there. Um, two, I would have obviously uh, Steamboat and uh, Savage. You, I at WrestleMania three. I mean, <laughs> classic. That was like your first ever. You know, it wasn't old school, but, I mean, they were working. They were going move for move, pound for pound. You didn't really see that uh -huh. yet. You didn't really get that kind of wrestling yet. And the one recent one I had to – I popped for was Triple H versus Sting. Why? Because they, if you pay attention – well, I know you guys. But it, it, they they worked old school. They shined the baby, you know, just the way we were taught, you know, whatever. 
They worked at old school, and then they brought the two old school factions. One that came out with DX, the other one came with NWO. Beautiful. I don't know why Sting was in Philly with NWO because he was he hated the NWO. <laughs> I, I was waiting for a musical to to, to, to break out during that that scene. I thought yes, it was the yes. Jets and the Sharks, like West Side Story type thing. Like I know we're all live <laughs> on our own uh, things, and I know people are probably like, "Why are they keep Dennis is calling a big dog?" And we're laughing. He was just playing some NWA music. Yes, I'm yes. Just so brace like y'all can't hear what we can hear in here, but there's but, other yeah, people, uh, so it's good. They can listen through the live feed. But um, my two that I have is. You got to be old school, man. Oh, for oh, sure. Gio, Gio. Like, you got to go back. Well, well, okay. Well, let's start off with what I'm wearing. <laughs> yes. Right. The classic. Andre Hogan. Yes. Andre Hogan. Hogan versus the boss. Andre did not have to give Hogan that match if he didn't want to. And he, had, he didn't he, have to give did. Hogan that body he, slam he, either. He, he passed that torch. But Andre got slammed so many years prior to that. By I so know, many but other, again, it's but, not Hogan, but though. That, but that there was etched in stone in history because of the buildup and what it was yes. meant to everyone out there. Yes. Um, and the thing is, I went back and rewatched it. I think it was like a week or two ago. And I, I, I literally got emotional for Andre. Because when you watch the Andre story about him and his health and his size and how he's like barely can walk. And when you really take that into factor and you really watch the match slowly and you watch Andre, like how just his mannerism, the way he's moving around, this and that is like, yo, he's like, you know, his health is bad and he's out there in the main event doing the deed of, of passing his torch to Hogan at the time. You know, and, and and like like I said, that 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 there got me teared up, and like like I even named my guinea pig after him. I, <laughs> I, I got Andre the guinea at home because he was the biggest one in the pet shop, right. and the way his colors, the the colors on him, white and like a gray black, it falls like the singlet that goes sideways. Like yes, so I named him Andre the guinea after him. And, and I gotta give it. I mean, for when we people hear us like, oh, why would we want to watch wrestling? Blah blah. When you could sell out ninety three thousand for that main to see, you know, with you know, and, and and by the way, we'll have to get into the next show. Bobby, he, Bobby, he to me the greatest manager of all time. The way he could work the mic and the way he was, mm-hmm. you know, taking his jabs at Hogan, and you would get your hands on Heenan, but he's got the big, big guy, and Hogan's got to climb this mountain. I mean, the, the story was set; it was epic. Right. There was none other family like Bobby Heenan's because Bobby yes. Bobby Heenan's family had a wide array of different talent, yeah. different looks. When you look at other like groups and factions and stuff like that, they kind of kind of mimic each other. They kind of like they're 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 not the same, but they kind of look like you know you had the Horsemen, you got you know all, all these different groups who come together, but they all kind of l- play off of each other with their looks. Here, his was spread out across the board. So here we go. Oh. How about for, for the next show? Okay, I'm going to throw this out there because we, us three, we, you know, I know what, you managers? two guys. Let's discuss. Let's all of us pick our top three managers, top three frac- factions. And we, all and right. I mean, I want ever all anybody that's been watching this that as you give us your opinion on who you believe, and we'll bring it up. I'm, I'm, I'm right. If we down. do that, that's an entire sixty minute show. Manager, we all know Heaton's our number is our top in our top three. It's not, that's our Mount Rushmore. Let's be real. Paul Heyman's another one. You can't. Those are two of the greatest minds that have ever stepped foot as a manager in this business. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, and I know people are going to probably disagree because it's Heyman, yeah. but the man. In the modern day, fine. 
that it, even back even back then like that the, dude the, with that hunky that foreign you know that 12 inch cell phone yeah i loved it like, uh, but there but again but man, i say managers and factions next time sounds, sounds yeah, good. And, and, and that'd be get you give me one more it'd be may 22nd that that that's our next scheduled date yep. so if everyone's listening may 22nd we'll be back here at 10 a.m managers and factions are top three yes. from each of us uh but for my second wrestlemania pick it's gonna have to be brett of course versus owen hart Ooh. they they opened up the show owen Ooh. went over and it was beautifully done and then later on in the night after brett took back the title and you had that owen coming in the Iowway just staring them down as everyone else had him up on their shoulders giving them praise it was like okay you got the win but he got the belt is it like getting the girl in the end yeah whatever you know, but yeah that's how you overall fan like that rivalry between Owen and Brett it just stands out I mean you and your brother you and your older brother and you're looking like the whiny little bro I loved it I loved Be- all that between that match there the other two matches that they had that I loved was uh the one where um they did the cage match yes and then anvil came in yes and bulldog came in too yeah yes yeah <laughs> i had my other one wrong because i was thinking of the wrong person in my head but owen was involved with the angle it was brett versus bob backland ah! where where owen threw in the towel where where, where, where he had his mom throwing the towel because the buildup for Owen that that actually contributed to everything as well, but the whole emotional thing involving the family with the mom and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. going yeah, it, it's just like I'm also gonna say this: we need to get Ryan Vox on this episode. Hey, look, bring him on. Whatever. I'm gonna message. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a hold of him after this. This man, we both know him. Yeah, he's the owner of Outbreak Wrestling. Uh, well, one of the owners of Outbreak Wrestling. But he is an encyclopedia of professional. He loves this kind hey, of stuff. Work? Huh? He lives for this stuff. He loves for this stuff. So I'm telling you, I'm going to get a hold of him and tell him he needs to be here for that show. Oh, well, listen, guys, this has been really, really fun. I, I look, I love doing this with you guys. I love doing this with uh, Nate. I love doing, you know, the whole the whole show. So listen, be back here May 22nd. Uh, yep. Yeah. And be back here. We'll be doing this again. Uh, reacting to, you know, talking managers. We're going to be talking some stuff that we've seen. And, and you know, like I said, managers and factions. So that's the name, the title. And guys, check in tomorrow with the Joe Sullivan show, uh, run at 9 a.m., and then we will bounce back. So, look, Devro Sports is popping. You got the Joe Sullivan crew, you got uh, my crew, you got, you know, and all those great shows maybe, here. Maybe I'll even pop up here tomorrow. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm kidding. Um, but look, you know, the Crack Fellows studio is popping. You got Money Pop Podcast with Nate. Um, mm-hmm. Nate Moss, you got you know the Sam Buford first guys with Jay Marcus. You got so much going on. Sarcast, I love this plug, man. Keep yes. going. Yeah, you got you got, 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 you, got you got Lady Juice, you know, with Sandra Lee, uh, you know, the great sister of one Hong Kaiser, God rest his soul. So, uh, guys, please check into the network and check into the program. And yep. next, till next time, I'll check you guys out later. <laughs>